Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, as we continue in the sixth chapter of Mark, we suddenly run into Herod Antipas in verses 14 through 29. Herod had heard of the miraculous power of Jesus and the spread of the gospel as he empowered his disciples with the ability to perform miracles, and it made him fear. And for good reason. Herod was an extremely evil man, and he had run into one of God's chosen men before, John the Baptist. Herod is an example of a man caught in the web of his own evil manipulations. We're going to find out more about him this week, what he had done, and why he feared when he heard of the miraculous signs that made it obvious that Jesus was a man sent from God, like John the Baptist. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, Murder of John the Baptist. Well, we come back to the gospel according to Mark. This morning we will put in at chapter 6 and verse 14. This week I was sent something by a friend, and it was about a, a, a church and somebody they knew, and their, their church was advertising the new sermon series based on uh, a set of popular movies right now and all of the theological truths from these Hollywood uh, movies. Um, the word for that is prostitution. <laughs> Nothing could possibly be more absolutely antithetical to the command that we have to preach the Word. Be ready in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction, teach the, the, the whole counsel of God. You know, you, theoretically, you can actually eat out of a dumpster behind a good restaurant, but is that the right thing to do? Is that the wise thing to do? Well, our passage for this morning kind of flips that on its head. Because our passage for this morning has in it, in just 16 verses, everything you would need for a popular Hollywood movie. You're going to hear of sibling rivalry, seduction, adultery, divorce, unlawful remarriage, incest, political intrigue, jealousy, spite, revenge, manipulation, lewdness, cruelty, false imprisonment, murder, ungodly remorse, and one little dose of godly mourning. As a matter of fact, that's probably too many themes for just one movie these days. Now, why is this here? in the middle of the Gospel of Mark. The central figure in this passage is a man named Herod Antipas. He is a pathetic man, a man without God, a man ruled by fear and superstition, a man manipulated by his wife, driven by his lusts, and ultimately damned by his sin and unbelief. Now, our passage is directly connected to what we saw on our last visit to Mark. 
that was when Jesus sent out the twelve apostles in six two-man teams on a preaching mission. It probably lasted several weeks, and we'll see next time when they came back. The apostles' preaching tour had such an impact that it ignited the paranoia of Herod Antipas. So Mark gives us a little flashback. It's the only time in Mark, I think, that he does this. That It's a flashback to explain why this man named Herod, Herod Antipas, had killed John the Baptist. Now, our actual passage is quite straightforward. It's not tough to understand once you know the background. I'm going to give you the quick version of the background, and I promise, unless you're very familiar with this already, this will be confusing. The, the real-life situation that leads up to our passage was so convoluted, it's beyond what most murder mystery writers would come up with. Uh, you'll want to uh, consult the family tree of the Herod family in order to follow along. I included it on the back of the outline in your bulletin. It begins with Herod the Great. He's the Herod who had humbly given himself the title, the King of the Jews, before Jesus was born. And he's the one who, when Jesus was born and the Magi came and said, where is he who was born the King of the Jews? Well, you found out what Herod was made of. Well, let's just murder every infant in the region there. Now, that was Herod the Great. He had ten wives, and becoming the wife of Herod the Great was very bad for your life expectancy. He bumped off, I think, more than uh, actually survived to a natural death. And as you look at his family tree, you will find that from four of his wives come people who are mentioned in the New Testament. And on that family tree, there are 13 names that are numbered. Those are the 13 people in the extended family tree of Herod the Great that are mentioned in the New Testament. Six of his wives don't even get noted in the New Testament, but you wouldn't really want to. Now, Herod Antipas is one of the sons of Herod the Great. He was a superstitious man. He was a paranoid man. And when he heard about what the apostles were doing, that kindles Mark to give us this explanation about John the Baptist's arrest and imprisonment and murder. This was intensely personal to Herod. You will see as we work through it this morning, he's going to refer to John, whom I beheaded. I mean, it was personally. He personally had John killed. And our text is going to say Herod himself had sent and had John arrested and bound in prison. So beyond any other reason that Herod may have had to be angry with John the Baptist, and he had several, uh, there was a personal vendetta involved. Now, what we know about this, of course, is that John the Baptist came along as the forerunner of Christ, the first prophet in 400 years. He baptized in the River Jordan, and he constantly preached a message calling people to repentance. John's call for repentance was an 
open indictment of the immoral, lecherous, and corrupt life of Herod Antipas and all like him. Now, Herod Antipas, and I think for the rest of the morning when I say just Herod, I'm referring to Herod Antipas. Herod Antipas had a wife named Herodias. She was the daughter of Aristobulus, the son of Herod the Great. All right, there's already a tangle in this family tree. Herodias had married her half-uncle, her father's half-brother named Herod Philip, who was the son of Herod the Great by a different wife. Got it yet? Okay, everybody, everybody smooth with this? All right, it gets worse. With Philip... Herodias had a daughter. She's not named in the New Testament, but she's mentioned in our passage. It is the Jewish historian Josephus who tells her that her name was Salome. We're going to meet her in a few minutes. Now, when John the Baptist heard that Herod was living in incest and adultery on account of Herodias, who was the wife of his brother Philip because he had married Herodias, well, John confronted this adulterous tinhorn monarch. He was full of himself, and uh, John called things as they were. Not only was Herodias his niece, because she was the daughter of Aristobulus, the half-brother of Herod Antipas, she was already married to the brother of Herod's half-brother named Herod the Philip I, but don't confuse him with Herod, Philip the Tetrarch. And by the way, he's also called Herod II. If you can follow this, you're strange, and I need your help to sort out some of these things. But you'll, you'll catch on to this. Herod's um, uh, marriage to Herodias was, of course, illegitimate because she was already married to this other woman. And that was the, the daughter of a man named King Aretas who ruled Nabataean Arabia. You probably don't know where that is, but that's to the southeast of the Dead Sea. Um, compounding his unlawful divorce with adultery and incest, Herod Antipas had enticed his niece to divorce his half-brother so that he could marry them. That made his former wife's father, his ex-father-in-law, so um, angry that King Aretas brought an army against Herod. And Herod would have had a great military defeat were it not for Roman troops intervening to um, save him from a worse disaster. Well, that same relationship grieved John the Baptist, who publicly rebuked this regional monarch for his rather blatant sin. Now, Mark doesn't tell us exactly how John first confronted Herod. Most likely, and kind of an inference from the text... John probably publicly preached against Herod's actions until it reached the point that Herod had had enough and he sent soldiers to arrest John and imprison him in the dungeon of one of his palaces. Once there, when there was an opportunity for a face-to-face -face conversation, John the Baptist gave Herod a face-to-face -face rebuke, and that's when he was saying, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. He, John the Baptist never called Herodias his wife. He called him your brother's wife because it was wrong. It was incest. 
And by the way, you can be sure that John's message to Herod Antipas was far more than just that one sentence. It's not lawful to have your brother's wife. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.